Welcome back, everyone, to the Knowledge Boner Experience. Another day, another Knowledge Boner Bomb, and today is going to be a fun one. Co-host Wally Wynn here. Uh, I am your host, Dylan Starr, and today we're going to talk about don't be afraid to fire your clients. This is a fun one. I know firsthand Wally doesn't hesitate when it comes to this because he's ruthless, <laughs> cold-hearted, mm-hmm. knife in the heart from his uh, Asian Asian background culture. <laughs> That's funny. True. <laughs> Ac- accurate. Accurate. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, accurate, accurate. Yeah, guys, but no, seriously, um, it, this is really important, and, and especially if you guys are starting out your entrepreneurial journey. Um, I get it. When you're first starting out, you want to make it about getting getting money. Um, you know, you're just you're, you're looking at the numbers. You want to hit the numbers, but at the same time, you know, if you can't deliver the right results for somebody because they're a difficult client, or they're just honestly being more of a headache than they're worth, um, you know, in your mind, you, you're probably thinking, okay, I, I really need this money, so I just have to deal with the headache. And guys, honestly, it's not worth the headache. I can tell you from firsthand is is totally not. It'll do more damage than it will be good of you guys just dealing with the headache for the money, compared to just like letting it go, killing the client, and then moving on to somebody that you'd be happy to work with, someone that's not going to be stressful. So you know, Wally, what do you have to say on the subject? Dude, absolutely. I think that I think that a lot of people they they make it a lot they make it a hundred percent about the money in the beginning, and that's what keeps mm-hmm. that's what keeps them captive. Like that's what that's what ends up screwing you over later. And the reason I believe that is because look, like I mean, I get it. Like you know, you start a business, um, and, and you just, you know, what I mean, at the end of the day, you just want to make some freaking money. You're just like, yep, I want to make mm-hmm. some money. I can sell my services, blah blah blah. And totally, totally, like you know, transparent about it. Yeah, I mean, that part of it is that, right? But if it causes you stress to deal with this particular individual, like like significant amount of stress. Let's say they're difficult. Let's say they bug you too much, or and I say, and I say bug in a, in a very we'll take it in context guys okay don't be a dick okay um but it's just one of those things like like if it causes you stress to deal with this person then i would much rather i'd much rather just not deal with them and go find somebody that is the perfect client you know what i mean and i think honestly dylan it comes from the, the scarcity mindset would you agree oh yeah most definitely they don't think that there's an abundance of opportunity like there's there's tons of there's tons of clients out there guys like yeah and so like it, it Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're good. I, I was just saying it's almost like dating, right? Like, I mean, there's tons of people out there that you could date, but, you know, you you can date somebody that's going to be stressful or, <laughs> <laughs> or, or. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think I, so. Let, let's talk about a second. Like what what is a headache of a client? Like what, at what point you should you fire them? Right. And so. There's a couple of ones for me. I, I like. I, I'll just go through my little red flags, and then Dylan, you can feel free to chime in whenever, whenever you kind of, whenever you hear something that resonates with you. But first red flag for me is is they have they have nothing nice to say, or they don't listen to me. Mm-hmm. I think that that's always red flag to me because because first off, you know, whatever business product service you're selling, you're the expert, right? That's the reason why they hired you. That's the reason why they're paying you money. But if they have no, if they have no regard for what you say, if they believe they know better than you, then what the hell do they hire you for? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like what? Like what are you yep. there for? And so obviously you got to take that in stride too. Like sometimes it's like, it's like dealing with the, you know the older crowd. They don't really understand marketing or they don't understand social media, that kind of stuff. So there's there's obviously like some education involved, right? But if you're always dealing with somebody 
where like every time that you that you try to input a plan or every time you try to do like a plan of action for them and they always give you pushback, then then that that's kind of starting to be a red flag for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, because plus you can't help them if they don't listen. And I mean, guys, it's like whatever it is that you're selling, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go and pay, you know, a million dollars to Mark Cuban on help with like investing advice into businesses, and then when I'm sitting down with Mark Cuban after paying him a million dollars fight him on everything that he tells me to do mm-hmm. <laughs> like it just it's just it's illogical it doesn't make any sense yep. and so yeah that that's that's always the first really five for me it's like if they don't if they, if they don't even have any kind of hindrance to your advice or anything like that and then uh the next thing is is you know people that don't respect your time right and so what i mean by respect your time in this case is like it's like you know there, there are some clients and stuff that you'll deal with that'll literally call you on a 24 seven, three, six, five basis. You know what I mean? Like they'll call you every day, every weekend, or, you know, or, or whenever you tell them you're busy, that kind of stuff. And then they get mad at you for not picking up your phone whenever you're not responsive. Right. Now a piece of that is setting expectations, right. You know, like being, being mm-hmm. setting that line with people and saying, Hey, you can do this. You can't. But another piece of it is, is sometimes like, you know, um, people don't really understand uh, the the whole like space thing. You know what I mean, like you need space to do your work. You need like you're a professional. You got to do those things, right? But the way I always compare it is like is like you don't want your girlfriend calling you all the time. I mean, you might. I mean, if, you're, if you guys are the, the clingy type, right? But you know, if you want to actually be productive and get stuff done in your day, then you got to have set times and schedules to to have conversations, right? You got to actually have time for your plans and your your progress for their business to actually to actually work. But if they're calling you every day, checking on it, then there's no possible way for for you to actually get any kind of any kind of traction, any kind of movement. What do you think? No, it's so it's true. Like my my girl, she'll text, she'll she'll be at work, like she's at work now, and um, while she's working, she'll text me like, "Hey, what are you up to? What you doing?" And then like, "I'm busy. I won't respond." And then, you know, ten minutes later, "Hello, are you there?" Question mark. Question mark. And I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm working. I'm working. What do you mean? You're at work. How are you texting me?" I'll see you when you get home. <laughs> Just everybody, everybody, let me focus, right? I, I I completely get it. It's it's true too. That's what's so funny is like they don't get it. It's just like, hey, I I'm busy. Like I can't I can't be there to respond all the time. Yep. And and same same thing with clients. Yeah, you know? same thing with clients. You know, they'll like I I you know I have clients that 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 you know I have that relationship with. You know, and it's okay that they text me and call me out of the blue. But I set but I you know I set the expectation, the boundaries, and I look like you got to text me first and see if I'm available for a call, at least do that for me. You know what I mean? So, you know, mm-hmm. there, you know, obviously there, you know, people will, you have your own ways you want to deal with your clients. So that's going to be on you to set the expectations of how you want to do it. For example, I have one buddy, he doesn't want to talk to his clients like ever. And that's, that's just how he wants to run his business because he doesn't have to. Right. Um, so he only talks to them maybe once a week or once every two weeks. Um, and, and that works for him and he, and he does well. Right. Uh, some people, you know, you, you might want to talk to your client, you know, once a week or once a month, maybe. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and, and, you know, you got to figure out what works for you and what the expectations are and just set those up ahead of time. But the worst thing you can do is have is have some have a client that does not respect your expectations or does not respect that piece. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that comes again, like when you're setting those expectation guys is like whenever you want. I get it. Like when you get your first client, you want to be like, oh, well, one of the benefits of working with me is that you know, I'll be there anytime you need me 24 seven. Um, you know, if something happens, you can always count on me. You know, you don't have to, you freak out, like automatically you're already setting the wrong expectations when you do yep. that because you're making yourself so readily available. And then once you put that, okay, cool. Well now in their minds is like, 
I don't understand. I, I called you every other time. And then the moment you're busy, like, you know, why are you, you're supposed to be available? Like what the hell? Mm -hmm. Right. But compared to like, if they're like, Oh yeah, well, um, you know, if something goes wrong, blah, 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 blah. You, but you kind of set that boundary as professional saying, Hey, look, you know, what, what's going to happen is, uh, you know, we're going to have a designated time. The, how it works with my clients is so we have a designated time, you know, we'll schedule either every, every twice, a, twice a week, a uh, month or once a month, you know, like we'll have a solid hour. We'll go over everything, answer any questions that you have and stuff like that. But, you know, I'm busy running my business. I can't, I, I'm not the type of person that's going to be able to be readily available, pick up the phone anytime you need me. Like I, I do have that, you know, I do have to be focused to be able to provide you results. Mm -hmm. So they'll be like, okay, cool. I get it. Cause they have busy lives too. So you just have to be very clear on the expectations that you set. And then once you get that a verbal agreement with them, right, that, that, that you get that agreement, if they, if they still complain, they don't, they don't abide by that agreement after they said it verbally, you know, now you got to decide, okay, is it worth having this person as a client or not? Mm -hmm. Because if you guys are, if you guys continuously taking action, right, if you're continuously taking action, then it's not going to matter whether or not you let that client go. Because what most people will do, Wally, is they'll get that first, those first couple of clients, and then they'll be like, okay, well, I have to tend to my clients. And then they stop doing the revenue producing activity of, you know, getting leads yep. and closing deals yep. and focusing on sales. Yep. So that's why they're stuck in that position of overwhelm and stress and they're afraid to fire them. It's like, oh shit, well, if I fire them, I have no revenue stream. Yep. But you wouldn't be worried about that if you were still taking action. Yep. And I, I think that's a fine balance too, because Dylan knows in my particular business, like I like I I'm, I'm kind of like that. You know, I'm I'm always kind of doing revenue generating activities. But he knows that the clients that I have on that on board with me, like I hold on to them. I really nurture them. I do like I do my best to, to kind of build that relationship with them. And so that, that's the fine line. Right. But I know that that today, if one of those clients decided they wanted to whatever, I don't you can just insert X here. It doesn't matter what it is that I can literally go out and close another client. Right. I mean, I'm not mm -hmm. I'm not concerned about 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 getting clients from that. Side. And I don't mean that in a cocky way. I just know that that I know how that I, I do a good job of presenting myself. And I do a good job of networking and, and, and talking to people and that kind of stuff. Right. So, you know, for you in particular, you, you got to figure out in your business, like, like which one are you more concerned with? Right. Cause I, I agree with Dylan in the sense of, yeah, you need to be, you know, always keeping that wheel training on sales, that kind of stuff. Right. But if you fail to nurture the clients you do have, then you will also be in a very precarious situation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just finding the balance. And then like, again, that comes down to, you know, the last episode we did, we talked about knowing your knowing your true skill set. And if you know your skill set and you're really confident in your skills, just like Wally said, it's not it's not bragging. We're just confident in the skills of networking and being able to get clients, right? It's just it, that's what it is. It's a skill. Like it's a skill. It's just like tossing a basketball in a basketball hoop. Like you you can just do it, right? So going networking, getting a client now has become a skill. And knowing that you can rely on having that skill means, you know, you're just like, all right, whatever. If it doesn't work with the client, you don't, you don't stress about it. You don't freak out. You're just like, all right, on, on to the next one. So for those listening, what, what's the best way to go about ending the relationship? Like, let's say someone's listening, they get someone, they're just a pain in the ass client. They just can't, they just can't deal with it anymore. Um, I, I, I've actually heard some, some interesting things by people that I think is funny is uh, a good way to let a client go is um, just saying, uh, hey, oh, oh no, actually, this is really good. Well, this is a huge gold nugget. And it's crazy is uh, I heard this from a couple people and it works really well. So what you do is you tell them like, hey, you know, I've been providing outstanding service and stuff. And because of it, um, you know, unfortunately, our price has to go up uh, astronomically, mm -hmm. right, to be able to sustain the growth of our team. We're going at a really rapid pace. So you would almost like 4x or 5x the price 
and um, and say, now I understand this could be a hindrance to you. Um, and if that's, if that's an issue, I completely understand. And, and I'd like to recommend you over to, and then they would do it to their competition. Yep. So if there's somebody that you know is a pain in the ass client, you can refer them over, refer them to your competitors because they're a pain in the ass client. But here's where the interesting thing happens. Sometimes out of like three or five pain in the ass clients, you do that. One will be like, oh no, it's cool. And then they'll just, they'll pay you the, the four or five X. So if they don't let go, then it's like, okay, cool. Now you can set the boundaries of like, okay, cool. We're scaling. We're going to have a, a, a meeting every biweekly or once a month. And then now they're paying you more money. Mm -hmm. So it's either the more money either deters them and you refer them to your competition or it, they actually pay it. And then now you, you kind of have that leverage to be able to set the ground rules moving forward yep. and more money in your pocket. Yep. I love it. I love it. I mean, I mean, granted also, I mean, if it's a pain in the ass client, but you know, let's say my retainer was a thousand dollars and I'm able to 10 X that retainer. Okay. You know what? Like yeah. I can hire somebody to deal with, would deal with the pain in the ass client and I don't have to actually talk to them as much. You know what I mean? Like, so that there's obviously strategies yeah. to get, to get along through that. I, I, no, I love that one though. I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Um, now if they just can't do it, they don't want to do that. What, what's the best way to go about, um, and in the relationship? So, so, I mean, I, I always correlate it to, to how, how they communicate with me. Right. So if they, if they, if they're, if there's somebody that I'm on good terms with, I mean, I mean, good terms is like, we talk a lot on the phone or, you know, we, we've spoken a lot in person and shaking a lot of hands, that kind of thing. I will hundred percent do it in person. No, no doubt in my mind. Right. But if it's somebody that, you know, that communicates to me a lot via text message or via email, you know, doesn't really get on the phone, the, the, you know, these different kind of things. And I will absolutely do it by, by whatever medium they choose. Like whatever medium they gave me is what I would give them. Mm -hmm. um, you know, perfect, perfect example. You know, we, I mean, and, and, you know, I, I will not mention names because if he listens to this podcast, he, he will know that I'm talking about him, but I will not mention names. But yeah, a lot of my communication with him was via email or by text message. Right. So, mm -hmm. so you better bet that, you know, like, because I've decided to let him go that he's going to get an email or a text message. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I get it. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, so I think, I think it, that, that's a couple different ways. And I think that it's, it's really interesting to kind of, to really dive into this topic because this is something that, that, you know, I, I've had to do on a, on a couple different occasions. <laughs> um, go ahead. Yeah, it's, it's cool just to get them to agree with like, I, I see it as like, just get them to agree with you just say, hey, you know, like, I, I feel like from the you know, time we've been going, we haven't been on the same page and uh, communication has really been, been lacking, you know, wouldn't you agree? And then they'll be like, yeah, I'd be like, okay, cool. No, I, I completely get it. You know, sometimes that's, that's just how it is between, um, you know, uh, client business relationships. Um, so, you know, with that being said, I, I think it might be in the best interest to just, you know, Hey, bygones be gone, bygones part ways, no hard feelings. And, uh, you know, always, if, if I know anyone that's a good fit for what you, you're doing, I'd be happy to, you know, refer people your way and just end it on a good standing relationship and just having a mutual, they'll be like, Oh, you know, you never know. Maybe the client will be like, Oh, thank God. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like a sigh of relief for them. Like, it's just like, Oh yeah, cool. You know, you, I get it. You're, you love what you guys are doing. Mm -hmm. Not no problem. Yeah. Let's just, let's just part ways and move on. Like, it doesn't have to be anything awkward. It doesn't have to be like a, you know, like a, a horrible breakup where you're burning your significant other shit, throwing it out the house. <laughs> that's funny. I mean. <laughs> oh, no, absolutely. And, and I think some people have like, I think that's what they're scared of. And you'd be surprised yeah. how many times where you have, where you start the conversation and, it be, and it's way easier than you thought it was. Like, uh -huh. you know, that it's either yeah. a, you know, maybe they're relieved too, or it's one of those things where, yeah, man, like, like, you know, they might be going under undergoing some kind of financial hardship you weren't even aware of. And then, you know, that, mm -hmm. that you, you like giving that relief allows them to breathe a little more because they need to deal with whatever situation it is. So, 
I definitely think that a lot of people are just scared to have that conversation in general or even do it because, you know, it's, it's that whole expectations thing, right? It's like, Oh, well, Mm -hmm. you know, I, you know, people view me like this and that kind of stuff and blah, 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 blah. And I don't think that it's, um, I don't know. I I just don't think you'd be scared of it. You know, if if you got to let a client go and, and well, I I weigh it like this. It's like, okay, if this client, if I have them and they're going to give me gray hairs (laughs) dealing with them Mm -hmm. versus me not having them and just finding a new one, that's a perfect client. Then I would much rather do that any day of the week. I'll sacrifice the money. Like no, no problem. Like that, that is not a question because my well-being and my health (laughs) is way more, is way more important to me than, than getting a little money. You know what I mean? Yep. And abundance, abundance mentality, guys. If you have abundance mentality, like you realize that there's, you know, there's other fish out in the sea. There's going to be tons of, tons of clients. There's going to be tons of opportunities. There's going to be tons yeah. of ways to make money without dealing with it, without dealing with the stress. Yep. And then I think another thing is, I'll, and I'll take this from Andy Frisella, our, our, our podcast man, the other podcaster, by the way, we're coming for your ass, Andy. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, he, he has it on his Instagram page is really interesting. It says, you know, not for everybody. Right. That's what it says on Instagram page. So I think that's a really good key point to kind of put here is, you know, you're not for everybody. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to get along with everybody. You're not going to be, you're not going to be able to make everybody happy, that kind of stuff. Right. So instead of focusing on the people that aren't happy with you, don't like the thing that don't like the way you do things, that kind of stuff. Why don't you focus on the people who do like you, who do like the things that you do, who are focused on your stuff? Because the people that do like you, I mean, obviously your service, whatever you're going to provide them is what they're happy with. Right. Like they're more than happy to do whatever expectations you got. And for the people that don't like, what do you, why are you catering them anyway? It's like, it's like, they're not going to like you no matter what you do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. Just any, I mean, like I've had uh, out of surprisingly my, my, my retention rate on the value I've given to a lot of my students has been crazy high. I've, I've only had a one partial refund and that was just due to a financial situation that happened with someone and um, you know, literally it was like, Hey man, I completely understand. I understand your situation. I get it. And, um, you know, gave, gave a partial refund, you know, they, they, they respected the amount of value that I gave up to that point. You know, it was no, no hard feelings whatsoever. And they even said, I love what you're doing. I respect everything you're doing. And it ended on a, a really good note, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I, I have something um, similar, you know, one, one of my students, you know, he, I got him in the program and, uh, and he was one of those, one of those situations where, Hey, you know what? He didn't have the money right up front, right? So I was like, Hey man, like I went ahead just in good faith. I let him in for a week and I was like, look, you just come hop in for a session. And if you like it, then, then, you know, when you get the money, you can just pay for it. Right. And funny enough, me and him yeah. had, me and him had the conversation afterwards. I was like, Hey man, like, okay, you've been in for a week. You know, what do you think of the value? That kind of stuff. And he's just like, look, like I, I, I believe in the value. I really want you to help me, but you know, I can't afford it. It's impossible. Right. So I was like, oh, man, look, no hard mm-hmm. feelings. Like I just, you know, no problem at all. I, I provide you some value. I hope that you can take whatever I gave you. And go make some money and come back. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah, most definitely. And that was that was actually when I first launched my coaching. Now, um, you know, my second season, I I was very straightforward. And again, like expectations. You know, I told everyone, like, guys, this is, you know, you 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 do the commitment, you're all in. You know, to, to respect the time and effort that it, it takes to put this together. Um, you know, I was, you know, there's no refunds. So, um, you know, second batch again, that comes down with the expectations to tell everyone, like, hey, look, you're you're agreeing to show up when, whenever we have classes, you're agreeing to show up when it comes to homework, you're agreeing to do the assignments, you're agreeing to do X, Y, Z. Um, and, and by, by doing this obligation and paying this, you're, you're adhering to doing this and understand that this is non-refundable. So now it kind of puts the ball in their court to let them know like, Hey, this is coaching. This is serious. Um, I'm here for you to give you the results, but if you don't do the homework, you don't show up, that's on you. Yep. And, but I'm, I'm upholding my end of the bargain. I'm showing up for you 
Um, I mean, guys, even when, when I say showing up, like my family who I haven't seen in forever, like came into town and I still hopped on for a training, uh, in the beginning, you know, no, there introduced it. Luckily I have Apostoli. It was his night to be able to, uh, to teach, drop some huge knowledge bonds for them. Um, but you know, I still showed up got my face out there and, and then before handing it off to Apostoli, you know? Um, so, so just really upholding your end, you know, giving value to people and helping them in any way. And, and really, I think just setting those expectations, like Wally was talking about is, is really key. Um, and, and as you move and progress on your career, guys, you know, uh, if you're starting out, like I get it, get that first client, you know, set, set the expectations. And then as you grow, you can be stricter and stricter with your expectations. Like, like much stricter. Mm -hmm. Cause you have, you have, you have all the leverage, uh, you know, in the world. Yep. I agree with that. I agree with that. And yeah, it's, yeah, I, I think, I think the most key takeaway is, is setting the expectations and then, and then not being upset if you don't, right. Because you're going to mm -hmm. get a client. I mean, you absolutely will get a client from hell if you don't set expectations correctly. I, I know that to be true. hundred, like no doubt in my mind. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, and dude, I mean, I, you know, and then, and then firing people gracefully. I think that's the next piece for me. It's like, look, like, like there's sometimes whenever you need to be stern and, and be an asshole. And then other times where you just got to be like, look, man, it's just not working out. Like, is that cool? <laughs> like, are you, mm -hmm. are you, are you okay with that? And, and, and it's, I, I don't, I would just venture to say that, you know, the more human you are about it and the more you kind of like have a conversation about it, the less, the less hard it's going to be for you. Now I say that to say, and then the client that I'm firing, I'm, I'm doing it in a very scalding way but it's for a purpose, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. Yeah. But yeah, the key is guys, just don't, don't be afraid to do so. Just realize that, you know, you, you have a life. Um, you're, you're looking for win-wins and everything guys. And, and I've said that before on the podcast, I, I say it to all my students. I say it to all of our clients. Uh, it, it's key. And like, it, and if you're just like, okay, should I do this? Should, you know, should I let this person go? Just literally go to a whiteboard and, and then like write, write out the words, win, win, and then say, okay, is this right now with the way things are, is this a win for my client? You know, or am I able to provide them results with how the friction is between communication or them bombarding me, or maybe they're frustrated? Uh, if the answer is no, then you need to end the relationship and then vice versa. If they are getting results, but it's just, it's hindering your business. It's hindering you. And you're looking at the side of you, then you realize, okay, this, this is great for them, but you know what, the, there's so much of a hindrance and so stressful that it's affecting my business. I can't grow it. This isn't a win for me. Then again, you, you, you just terminate the relationship guys. You want to just always remember win win situations. Yep. And it's so easy. That's it. Cause that's, that's the secret when it comes to, to deciding and, and making that, you know, that, that difficult that will become easier choice of whether or not to let them go and don't be afraid to make that decision you want to do what's best for you and you want to do what's best for them and as we learned at hss uh high status summit with jason capital um i liked how he said it best is is when when you make that sacrifice guys and and you're like you know what i have a feeling that this person's going to be a pain in the ass client but i'm going to do it anyways yeah he's like you're not you're not doing them making that decision isn't doing them any justice because now uh, because of that, that friction in the relationship, you're going to resent them a little bit. And if you resent them a little bit, you're not going to put forth a hundred percent effort on their end. And they're not going to put it forth a hundred percent effort on their end. So therefore it's not a win-win relationship for either party Yep. because you can't give them all the value that you would have given them because you just accepted it for what it was. So that's why it's crucial 
that if you even have an inkling of a thought that, oh my God, this could be a pain, this isn't going to be the best fit, you should automatically say no and not go through with the deal. Yep. I can agree with that. I, I think, yeah, I, I agree with that hundred percent. I think that you, I think most people's gut is better than they give them uh, credit for. Yep. Um, and so, so yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You, you, you'll get the feeling ahead of time. You don't even need, you don't even need to really like, uh, you don't really need to buffer them too much. Honestly, that gut feeling you get is, is pretty good. I mean, I would say that, you know, I, I'd venture to say that that might be your best, you know, thing in general is just say, okay, like, you know, what, what what's Trust my gut? what's my gut say here? And if, and if it is like bad, then okay. then you know, probably not a, probably not a good idea. You know what I mean? Yep. You know, mothers tell you that growing up and then you never listen to your mom. You're like, damn it. She was right. I should have trusted my gut. God damn it. Like, 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 moms are always right. Damn it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's one of those things like you have to experience it for yourself. And then, and then once, once you do, you're like, okay, like, like, it's like, don't, don't, don't touch the stove because it'll burn you. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Ow. Oh my God. She was, okay. I'm never doing that again. You still have to go. Th- it's like, you still have to go through the burn in order to, to accept it for what it is. Oh it's yeah. Funny. Oh yeah. It's, it's hilarious whenever, whenever you go through it though, because then, you know, you know, my mom always makes fun of me. And so I always, <laughs> I always say that it's like my mom, my mom is, 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 she's got a great sense of humor in the sense of she's like, yep, I'll let you get burned. And then, and then when you come back and, and you're, you know, you, you, you got a scalded hand, you know, you, I can just say, I told you so. And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mothers always know best. Right. Well, awesome. So, all right, guys, more of the story, you know, don't be afraid to, you know, part ways, be, be picky about, um, you know, who you decide to work with and make sure that it's a win-win situation for you, win-win situation for your client. Cause you want to produce results for them, but you know, it's a business guys. You, you, you don't want an extra stress into your life. So uh, with that being said, guys, uh, we have some really good live streams that we've been doing this week and last week that is in the leads closing sales Facebook group. So if you haven't joined the Facebook group, guys, go to facebook.com type in leads closing sales over in the search bar, join the Facebook group guys, uh, tons of great content in there. And we will see you guys on the next episode of the Knowledge Boner Experience.